0: Welcome back to episode four of Car Party, the music talk podcast, bringing you fresh set of tunes, all the genres delivered straight to your headphones, your speakers, your car speakers. Every week, we try to uh, track down all the new releases that happened, any sort of underground, lesser known artists, and the big artists, and get some throwbacks in there too, because everyone likes to hear some music that they've already heard before. Uh, my name is Ryan. I currently reside in the beautiful, beautiful Chicago, Illinois um my music taste I would say ranges through the seasons I like I like everything eventually as a year goes by I would say (laughs) I like EDM and hip-hop in the summer uh folk in the winter when it's like cold and I'm sad and uh pop funk blues basically all the time they're all they're all good genres a little bit of R&B in there and uh I love to know kind of track down what the general public thinks of songs even if I don't like a song or I don't like an artist I Kind of find it interesting to see like what people are thinking about it. Like, oh, everybody thinks this is trash, but I don't think it's trash, or vice versa. So whatever. On the other side of the line, in the other side of the country, I got my boy Kyle from Portland, Oregon. Yeah, my yeah, yeah. Hip hop head. Mm. Would you say? Uh, your uh, music is like mine do you switch around different seasons and stuff you just like yeah no absolutely
1: i switch around a lot i mean i'll listen to hip-hop primarily in the summer and then in the winter i'll listen to hip-hop and then in the fall <laughs> i'll listen to hip-hop and then in the spring i'll listen to hip-hop oh, sick. Um, so yeah. yeah it switches around quite a bit No, but i also yeah, am a nice uh, spread yeah i'm also a, a huge old school rock and roll music lover i have a vinyl collection i'm hipster i guess in that way just like every other oh, member cool. of portland who thinks they're hipster because they have vinyls but yeah i was about uh, to make a portland joke yep. you beat me to it yeah i got like, oh, you oh, you live
0: in portland <laughs> yeah yeah
1: portland oregon so um but yeah man i love uh i love the less technical side of music i think you you kind of lean towards understanding how music's created and and knowing why people like things and i'm strictly here for the feels so that's my side of music
0: that's true that's true i do kind of like you know that show on Discovery Channel, like, how it's made? Sure. They just tell you exactly, like, how shit goes down. It's like, I don't think anyone really thought they cared about that stuff before they heard it. But, like, once you watch it, you're like, damn, it's kind of cool. That's how bouncy balls get made. Like, yeah. I feel, like, I feel like it's a little bit how this podcast is. We kind of tell you who someone is, a little bit of the backstory, And uh, I'm you just say say you don't no. like the technical. I was just going you, you have a lot of uh, background that you like with people.
1: For you sure, know, yeah, I know the you story. Know, you don't get too nitty gritty. I know the story. Sure. Yeah, I'm more of a story guy than the actual technical aspect of how a song's put together, how beats are made, how etc. I know how people got linked up, what their story is, that kind of stuff. That that is what interests me. I think it's just the history buff in me that that likes that side of stuff.
0: Yeah, it's kind of cool because like that stuff's super easy to find, but I feel like it's not frequently talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many cool backstories with like every song. You literally just go on like Genius.com go to the top and it'll tell you all these cool things but like that's what we're here for no one's no one's just googling yeah. those cool you guys cool don't things. want
1: to read about music you want to listen to people talk exactly. about music which is why you're here that's,
0: that's what we're here for so yeah we're just here to find you some new stuff maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone i feel like we try to touch on just about everything in in a in an episode of this thing
1: and uh in an episode of this thing very well described thingy? yeah
0: yeah i know i'm beautiful with my words and i feel like <laughs> There's got to be at least one song after you listen to a whole episode that you're like, I gotta go check that out. Like that was interesting. I kind of like that guy's story. Like I liked how it was explained. So, yeah. we're doing the best we can. Car to party where you
1: find your next favorite artist. Yes. Yes. Tagline. So
0: we're making it a little easier for you, so you don't have to remember like absolutely everything we're talking about. Um, we are making a playlist every week, so every song we talk about in order of how we talk about it pops up on that playlist. Um if you're on your computer, you can go to carpartypod.com and it should bring you right to our Spotify page for our playlists and if not, the in the episode description for Spotify and Apple Music and wherever you get your pods, there should be a link right there that'll take you right to the Spotify playlist. So uh come find us. Yeah. Good stuff. So go ahead and give us five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Spotify, go give us a follow, go give us a subscribe, whatever you got to do to keep us uh, coming right to your phone every every week, hopefully every Wednesday, unless we get sidetracked, we're on vacation, or we just, you know, stop caring. But that's not going to happen we have <laughs> faithful, <laughs> lovely listeners. Allegedly. So we're going we're gonna to top off this, the beginning of this, uh, what is it called? A podcast. I gonna said playlist. Too many podcast. Playlists. Yeah. With some Run It Back. Run It Back, we try to talk about things from – previous episodes we've kind of already touched on and at least for me it's really hard to get like a full grasp on music after just like a few days of listening to it so like a week or two later i'll be like man this is completely different than how i originally thought about this
1: um and to our loyal listeners you'll realize that this was actually at the end of our podcast the first few episodes but there are no rules because we decided there are no rules and we're doing it the front now
0: yeah, maybe we talk about the old music at the beginning before we, you know, bring you down the new music path. So Logic did an interview with Hard Knocks, Hard Knock Hard Knock TV uh, last week, and the man hasn't done too many interviews of, of the kind, and I think he's homies with the dude who Correct. did the interview with him, and it was very much like you're just watching a guy in, like, his living room talk to his buddy. Um, and I think it just further – Logic – his album came out a few weeks ago was Kyle and I's both favorite project so far in 2020. I feel like it still is even after a few weeks and a few more releases have gone by. And this, this interview made me just love this dude and this music even more. And uh, you saw, well you watched it too. Was there any like big takeaways you had from it?
1: No, not particularly. I think the, it just resonated with me extremely well. I'm somebody who uh, I would like to say has followed logic pretty formally since the beginning of his career mixtape time when he was doing the Young Sinatra mixtapes all the way through what is now you know supposedly going to be his last album and the thing that I like is he's progressed but he hasn't he hasn't tried to pretend like he was always this guy and like he always was this good at music and this dedicated to what he was doing so it was just nice to see them stay simultaneously humble and who he is as a person and who he is as an artist but additionally realizing like he's like yeah i I killed that like that was an amazing album for hip-hop people and it certainly was in my opinion and i think i just like that i'm going out as a logic stand for the end of his career because there was certainly a time where i was wishy-washy and then he brought me home to to finish his career and i'm i'm excited about that
0: yeah i agree um another thing i thought was super cool is it's kind of an earth-shattering moment he just talks about how everybody in hip hop has their influences. And I feel like at the beginning of a hip hop career, uh, like a rapper or really anything, you can really hear that. It's kind of hard to get away from that. Cause you're like, this is, this is what I love. I want to make music like this. And then slowly kind of branch away from that. Yeah. And logic really his whole career, I feel like just kind of wears it on his sleeve and isn't ashamed of it. He's like, yeah, I kind of made a song that's like kind of has a J Cole vibe, kind of has a Kanye vibe, kind of has this or that. And in this interview he was just kind of like admitting to it he's like yeah why not like i'm not i'd rather like everybody has influences it's just whether people hide it or not and try to say it's their own and it's like no i know like what i'm doing right now is very similar to kanye so i'm gonna like tip my hat to him and say a line that people know that i'm talking about kanye
1: yeah and to bring that full circle i mean in the same episode where we're talking about that we were talking a little bit about drake and about how he does similar things But he always gives nod to the artist that he's doing which is something that i know you and i both really respect when it comes to music is if you're gonna dip your toes into another artist's territory you better put them on you better make sure that they realize that they were the influence here and not hiding from that makes that song even more powerful because you're taking someone's type of music and whether it be making it better or just making your own style to it it resonates a lot more clearly when you're not trying to be like, oh, no, this is mine. I made this up completely. It's like, no, you didn't. We've heard that three times before on a Kanye album. So it's right. it's just nice to me that he's giving nod to his inspiration just like any good, confident artist would.
0: For sure. Another thing I loved is he he kind of brought the topic up that I'm super – it's just, like, I very much stand by it. It's, like, your thoughts in music can change. Like, he was, like, yeah, I initially really didn't like Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City. That album has, like, a lot of Kendrick albums. It's a very themed album. has a lot of skits. It's, like, a movie. It's kind of, like, a story. And he was, like, yeah, the skits were just kind of pissing me off. And I just, like, didn't want to really listen to him here and there. And he's, <laughs> like, but then I kind of, like, yeah, he's, like, but then I kind of, like, sat with the album. And I realized, like, wow, this is actually, like completely grown on me and I feel very differently about how I did it, like how I felt about it at one time. And I love that because that mm-hmm. happens a lot with, with music with me. I mean, um, it's the reason it why sounded- we're
1: doing this segment even it's like exactly. after we've listened exactly. to stuff a little bit, you, you come back to it and you're like, okay, second thoughts on that album. And I think it's probably something we'll lean heavier into in the future of the podcast as well, whether it be revisiting a really old album, really old meaning right. 10, 20, however many years ago, Or even an album that we listened to two years ago that we've already talked about in a couple years from now and just rehashing our thoughts on it pending for sure us being successful two years from now
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah we'll see and uh kind of going along with that um the next topic i kind of want to talk about a little bit in this segment was uh We talked about him last week Mm -hmm. came out with his uh sophomore project uh limbo and He's been kind of on a big promotional kick, so I've just kind of been seeing him a lot, just promoting his album, like you, like you do. So, he had a, a live show. I think it was on Friday or Thursday of, last week, um, and he just put on an entire show with a band. He was like in front of a green screen, a bunch of cool lights, just performing the hell out of a show for absolutely no one. And I was like, damn, like it was like an hour long, like the exact set list he would play if he was at a festival or something, and. It was really impressive. This dude is uh, quite the performer. He's not only the the rapper, kind of hip-hop, whatever. I was, uh, did you watch that at all?
1: I didn't. I mean, I've seen videos. I, I watched a little bit of it because you sent it to me, but I didn't have yeah. three hours or whatever it was to, <laughs> to, to devote to it. Um, but I, I did not if watch you... the whole thing, but it had okay, amazing yeah, yeah. parts. No, I agree. I think that he just in general is somebody who clearly wants to be good at this, and you mm-hmm. can see the passion primarily in apparently the pageantry of – Putting on a show even if no one's there, so pretty cool to see. I mean, I liked the album first listen. It, it seems like it's growing on you pretty significantly, though. Uh,
0: so this kind of my next point is, I really liked uh, in my twenty twenty list. I had Kyle's album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like "See When I'm Famous" is what it's called. And when I was kind of thinking about M and and Kyle, they're kind of similar. They make similar hip hop. They're not straight rappers that are gonna blow you away with their bars, but they put together a nice overall project or song um pleasing to listen to yeah and it was both their sophomore albums and i think i kind of came away with this like thought of i think amine has more room to grow Mm -hmm. than kyle but i still think i like kyle's album better because it had less holes in it i feel like it's a more listenable
1: album yeah to play devil's advocate no i agree with you but to play devil's advocate amine is in his low 20s i want to say 23 and kyle's in his 30s so there's a lot of MA
0: might be like 27
1: eh. i thought i looked this up i don't know maybe i'm wrong if i'm wrong then so be it maybe they are peers (laughs) but i mean it seems like kyle's been around a lot longer Is kind of my point so yeah but they
0: do kind of have a similar like kyle has i spy up until this point amine had caroline Mm -hmm. like they're similar like just trying to break out of this kind of mold that they've built themselves it seems that makes sense moving on to the stuff from your your suggestions from last week yeah hit Uh, me you are killing it with the throwbacks every time these throwbacks come on i'm really bad with that like i'm so dug into new tunes that i like can't go back and figure out like what throwback do i want to hear right now and soul survivor just Ooh. really really hit the spot that <laughs> like, is a,
1: this is great that is an absolute <laughs> heater i actually have a little bit of curveball for you so stay tuned for the past talks this week because i have a, a throwback Ooh. that's going to be a, a little different than you're accustomed to from me so
0: nice nice uh and i did enjoy rod wave your mm-hmm. first uh guy on top and um, i don't know i feel like it's one of those artists where i'm not going to go back and listen to stuff i'm just going to listen to him like from here forward it's like okay. all right i'll see what you got i'll see what new releases you have but i'm not going to go like digging through the depths of his mixtapes to like figure out what this dude's all about but
1: i think that's fair i think he's he's just now starting to hit his groove as an artist so i think his best work is ahead of him so you'll you'll be fine there good
0: stuff good stuff what'd you have for me do you like any of my tunes from last week
1: i listened to a couple different songs i actually had heard most of your songs which was um surprising for me because i feel like you at least usually hit me with at least four or five that i haven't heard but um Mm -hmm. the three that i had not heard that i took away was. Since I was young, the Daniel Allen remix, is that right? Mm Mm-hmm, yep. Um, Really liked that song. Actually, I enjoyed it just in general. The lyrics, for whatever reason, resonated with me a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll make a playlist for me. It it didn't yet, but it might after a few more listens. The thing with this was, for me, it kind of reminds me of like a modern version of 100 Years by Five for Fighting. Do you know that song? Yes, (laughs)
0: Yes, <laughs> I would never draw that. Comparison, it's a really weird but comparison, but it's I, I guess mean, now I'm never going to think about it the same way.
1: <laughs> there's just there's so many songs about growing older and wiser that you kind of have to pick and choose which you, like I don't need to be motivated about how to best embrace my 20s every single moment of my life. So you kind of got to pick and choose which ones you want to listen to. But this this might hit a playlist after a few more listens. I liked it initially. Do you um, think
0: uh when you listen to music, is it like fifty fifty lyrics? Does lyrical content like really hit you right away? Yes. Or is that kinda like a later thing? That it that's not a thing for me. I've listened to a song thirty times, I don't even know what the words are.
1: Yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely uh that's definitely a difference between us Because you like like I said, you like the technicality of a song. So you like the production, the way it's put together, whereas I'm like, What's the story here? Like I need to know the story, I need to understand what's that's going true. on. So yeah, that's just another another way that we differ. But um I listen to magnolia by brett eldridge yeah how's that it's a country song it definitely oh is. really yeah. you just
0: like saw right through it you're like this is not folk at all this is just a I country like, well, dude.
1: dude he talks about being a tight end and how he was a football player and he has a girl in the country and a nice breeze and a river and trees it's like
0: you think i know this you think i listen to lyrics oh you just don't yeah
1: a <laughs> but i was just like sonically it's not as country as <laughs> country songs but i was just like i was like yeah there's never been a country song written about being a football player in the country with your girl and trees um never heard that one before so, I mean, sorry, sorry, Kathleen. I know she 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 actually just followed me on Instagram, so this is probably a terrible first impression of me being like, yeah, uh, country <laughs> sucks. Rip it on her. Music. I know. But <laughs> so sorry about that. Um really look forward to your future country suggestions and I can say the same thing about them always. Um you what I appreciate you
0: about you is you will always give it a good listen. You won't be yeah. like, I don't like country. I got to like not like this you're like damn this was good <laughs> like no matter oh, what sure. i'm showing you so. yeah if
1: i listen to a country Clean song slate and a, next and time. actually it also I, I think you touched on this last week but there also is definitely a time and a place for country like if i'm sitting for on sure. a boat with a beer in my hands and it's sunny out and somebody's playing sunny in 75 i'm not going to be mad about that song playing i'm yeah, not going to go yeah. put it on my playlist and listen to it on my tuesday drive to work but in that True. moment i'm okay with it um and then i listen to same page by Vincent, Yateep mm-hmm. and Brooke Day. <laughs> Is that right?
0: (laughs) I have no idea, dude. It's EDM. (laughs) I've never said these things out loud, so whatever you said is probably fine. Okay.
1: Yeah, that works then. Um, Really good production. Easy song to listen to. Made it onto a playlist for me. Definitely, if you did not listen to that last week, I would recommend going back to our playlist, finding this song, and then throwing it on if you just want something that's easy to kind of vibe out to while you're working. Or even if you're like on a run, I could see it being really good for a run because of the beat and pace to it um but yeah it was okay those are the three that I'm, I like had. S- I'm
0: like slowly slowly bringing you down a path of edm Eventually, you're just gonna listen to just like dubstep Be like you know it's kind of good you know i had a vibe <laughs> i think <laughs> you just i
1: think the you moment, don't even realize
0: i'm slowly taking you down that path
1: yeah i think the moment you'll lose me is when there's no lyrics because i can't i just okay. i cannot get behind songs with absolutely zero lyrics i don't know why interesting yeah. interesting
0: good unless stuff. it's like classical
1: well, like beethoven doesn't need lyrics obviously yeah, Beethoven slaps. Yeah, dude. He's For got sure. some bangers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alrighty. I think we're done with talking about the old stuff. Let's get into the new stuff. I think the... Good transition. The biggest... <laughs> yeah. Seamless, man. <laughs> I think the... Uh, at least the most talked about track, I feel like, uh, was Miley Cyrus. She doesn't put out stuff often when she does. Creates a lot of buzz, similar to like a Taylor Swift. Maybe not quite to the point of Beyonce, but there's a lot of people that love that Miley Cyrus and get excited when it comes out. Um, is she? Would you consider her called, to be...
1: Sorry, go ahead. Say what the song's called.
0: song is called Midnight Sky,
1: and that's yeah. it. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, would, would you consider Miley Cyrus to be a polarizing individual in music? Honestly, you would, no. You have better pers- perspective on this than I do.
0: Honestly, no. I think she's... I think... I guess Taylor Swift is kind of polarizing. And I think so, yeah. I think miley cyrus is more like a drake where i don't think drake is polarizing i think a lot of people just like drake and if he some people love drake but i don't think there's this constant battle of people that do and don't like drake and do and don't like miley cyrus i think i guess that's how i would compare it
1: that's um i liked it i mean i i don't i don't know that i would consider myself to be someone who's listened to a lot of miley cyrus's music just in general but Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed this song um Did we ever, did we figure out whether or not John Bellion has a writing credit on this? He does, he does. Okay, that's probably why I like it so much.
0: Yeah, honestly, a lot of the times I can hear John Bellion in a song, um, but usually that's on the producing side, not Mm -hmm. the songwriting side, because, I don't know, kind of songwriting is what it is. Um, I, so about a year ago, I think she came out with Slide Away, which was, I don't know if it was supposed to be part of a project or whatnot, but i really like that song i think the more her voice is showcased the more i enjoy it because um, i think she's just one of those pop singers i think has an incredible singing voice just on her own without anything around her this one i would c- kind of consider it a little bit of disco pop similar to the lady gaga uh album that i didn't love too much and this just kind of sounded a lot like gaga to me okay um it, the her voice and her singing didn't really impress me, impress me too much. And I think, it, like, this song comes on, I'm not going to be mad. It, there's nothing about it I don't like. It's just, I think it was more the production that was a little lackluster. and So you
1: kind of want, I mean, if somebody like Miley Cyrus is only going to put out a song every three years, like, that better slap is kind of your point.
0: Maybe, yeah, because I was, like, pretty excited for it, and this didn't disappoint me, but it didn't really do anything much for me, I think. I'm just kind of excited for a little more, and this could be one of those songs where it's an odd single, but maybe it'll fit really well into a project or an album or an EP or something like that, so really overall, I'm just kind of excited to hear more.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't have as much perspective on her as you, so I'll leave that one up to you, my man.
0: Yeah, and I think I think the majority of people enjoyed it. I don't think a lot of people are like, oh, this is a dud. Yeah,
1: so. that's really – that's the beginning and the end of my take. Liked it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And this is my take
0: for this entire song. Uh, we're moving on to Drake, the man who needs no introduction. He's back again with another song that sounds just like Drake. And <laughs> uh, wait. Uh, laugh now cry later is the song title supposedly coming off a new studio album called certified lover boy which Mm -hmm. is the most just drake title for an album ever that's so true Uh, featuring little i wrote down my first impression when i first listened to it and it was meh but as i listened to it more i was like you know what if this is a song that i can listen to in like two years and i like remember people i was hanging out with this summer remember things like that like it's gonna serve its purpose yeah like, it doesn't do a lot for me it's not like it's nothing i've never heard before but it's it's a nice background filler song
1: i think definitely it's not a groundbreaking drake song by any means but usually when drake drops a song in the middle of the summer the biggest thing for me is just like does it fit the vibe of what i'm looking for when i'm around people right so it's kind of hard mm-hmm. this year to to really genuinely evaluate a drake song because you're not at a bar you're not true sitting outside with 20 of your i don't know if you have 20 close friends but 20 people that you (laughs) know pretty well five of them being your closest friends uh yeah, and three take, of them
0: your friend brought, and they're kind of weird. And then two of them they get too drunk, and your friend has to go home. Well, and then like, like one we, of the, we remember. Yeah, like.
1: like one <laughs> of the guys that's too drunk that came through with your friend's friend, is the one who's like apparently a Drake stan and wants to tell you what every single bar means. And it came out on and Friday. His friend
0: is hitting on your girlfriend. Ugh, oh, God, the, the worst. worst. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so I think. And then did you watch the music video? Yes. It was, it was
0: cute. It was fun. The music video was had, fun, right? And it fun. was,
1: it was yeah. also like a, a pretty cool, I'm just, I'm on a real Portland kick right now. Cause it was a huge nod to Portland. Um, Cause for those that don't know, Nike world headquarters is where this music video was shot, which is just outside of Portland, Oregon. So a lot of the shots are on the river that runs through Portland, Portland's in the background. Aminé just came out with a good album, I mean, Portland's winning right now, and then, you it's know. It's going to
0: be the new segment of, this is why I like this song, because it's from Portland, <laughs> <laughs> from Kyle.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just Portland's winning right now, in music and in life, apparently, so.
0: Yeah, not much more to say about that, because Drake didn't give us much to talk about.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, moving on to more Portland news, um, just might as well stay here while we're here. Damian Lillard, who is the point guard for the Portland Trailblazers, actually, went on an absolute tear to get them in the playoffs. This is not a sports podcast. I promise you I'm going to bring it full circle. (laughs) He scored 154 points in three games, which for non-sports fans, that's incredibly impressive, and then proceeded to drop a four-song EP from his rap alter ego, Dame Dalla. He's just feeling himself. He, just, he was
0: probably just had those songs and he was just like, I need like yeah. to have a big few games then I can drop this. <laughs> yeah,
1: And so he just drops it on him. Um, I listened. It's on SoundCloud, so I doubt any of you are going to listen to it. So I'll link uh, one of my favorite Damien Lillard songs in the actual Spotify playlist. That way you can at least get a little bit of a taste for for what Damien Lillard sounds like when he's rapping because it's kind of interesting. Oh, so he's
0: got a few Spotify songs. He's this got albums. Not dude. a new thing. No,
1: he's got albums. Like He has multiple Dang. albums. He's been rapping. So I'll, I'll link that there, and you guys can go, take a peek at that, see what you think of them. Um, staying in hip-hop for a second, we'll move to Dave East with Karma 3 Mixtape. Dave East, you heard me reference uh, last week when I was talking about a really aggressive song for my my uh, <laughs> past the Ox. It's more of the same, right? It's It's a mixtape of the same types of songs. But if you liked that, feel free to give this a listen. I don't really want to talk about it too much because... There's probably a very small percentage of you that are gonna listen to this mixtape and like it, but this is for the one of you that does. So take a peek at that. It's, it's it, got uh, some slappers on it.
0: Exceed your expectations? Are you excited for more from this dude? Is he kind of on a decline? What, what are we talking?
1: Dave East is exceptionally consistent. That's all it is. Good. So That's that's always nice. Yeah. All he does is just put out a good album with three or four songs I can take away to listen to consistently moving forward. And that's all I really want from him. I'm not I'm not asking him to be The greatest rapper of all time i just need him for my boxing workouts apparently so (laughs) that's perfect
0: that's the uh that's the intel i like you for it's just like how invested should i get in this human being yeah (laughs) like exactly three songs cool three
1: songs you're gonna like them and pick whichever three you like and then you don't have to listen to them ever again um and then my last one is j cole just released a single called be free if you take a peek at this you'll notice that the release date is credited actually as 2016 which is kind of interesting so Story behind this is he actually went on Dave Letterman's show and performed this song during another time in our country where things were, um, let's say, subpar for the black community and uh, put that out as if it has ever gotten better since 2016. Clearly it hasn't. So he finally published this. I was actually really excited about that because I listened to... The YouTube video of him performing this on Dave Letterman probably once a month, just because it's one of my favorite releases from J. Cole. So you can now get that on all all major platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, etc. So um, we'll link that in the in the playlist as well. But I think it's worth a listen for anyone, whether you like hip hop, whether you like any type of genre. It's a very it's just an interesting song like in knowing that it was released four years ago or or unreleased, I suppose, four years ago, but it was performed four years ago and it's still extremely relevant in 2020 while being discouraging is also, it's just an inspiring song to, to make you think a little bit. So I would, I would definitely recommend anybody give that one a listen.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Especially I know, I can't think of the name of it right now, but there's this song, I think maybe on a late show, maybe Letterman that Chance did with Daniel Caesar. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be I remember released it. somewhere yeah. and it never went anywhere. And I can't imagine how excited I'd be if that would be released right now as a, as a full release. So yeah, man. Been when this, sweet.
1: when this popped up, I was just like, Oh, let's go. It's time. It finally made it. So
0: yeah, that's awesome. It's yeah. a good feeling moving on. I think we've talked about this rapper, for maybe every one of our episodes in some way shape or form last week we talked about how she is a 2020 XXL freshman which basically means she's one of the best up-and-coming rappers in the game uh her name's Chica she came out with a song called My Power and she wrote it for a new Netflix movie called Project Power and it's Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt that's Mm -hmm. the uh wait
1: yep Batman okay what is he in Batman batman you
0: know what i'm talking about
1: oh was it then dude you're asking the wrong guy you think i like that song <laughs> whatever someone <laughs> is like an actor person he's some way associated with batman maybe think he's an in inception
0: i'm just gonna make myself look really dumb if he's in neither of those movies
1: but <laughs> he's definitely can on. confirm he's an in inception not sure about batman <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i feel like he's like robin or something yeah i'm right i'm right i'm just gonna go with it robin uh, chica robin. has like
0: a small acting role too in In the movie, she wrote the song for it. I think the movie has some like freestyles and raps in it, which apparently she all wrote herself too, which
1: is pretty sweet. Yeah, it also has another rapper that we've talked about in previous podcasts. Machine Gun Kelly is in that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, fun fact for you. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, it's more uplifting than her other songs. A little, little more, you know, cupcakes and rainbows. A little less like nitty gritty chica. I'm just gonna just. Rap It's a movie crazy song, bars that you right? I mean, for sure. A movie what it comes song. To. Yeah. Yeah. I that was not a surprise after I listened to it and I was like, oh, it's for a movie. Um again, not her best track. It's a movie song, but the variety she keeps showing is impressive. Like, Definitely. She can do a whole lot of different things.
1: And, and it's like, just cool okay. to see her getting different types of jobs. You know what I mean? Like for it's, sure. It, kinda in the same way. This is a really weird reference, but the same way that when Wiz Khalifa was first starting out his career, he got picked up by the Fast and Furious franchise and now Literally every year when one of those movies comes out, Wiz Khalifa has a new movie song coming out. It's like, hey, get your, <laughs> yeah. get your check. I'm not worried about it. For sure, for sure, whatever. Get that money. Quite the quite the turn.
0: We're going to go to a little bit of folk. Again, talked about it a little last week. Uh, Justin Vernon, my boy, the lead guy of Bon Iver and many other groups. Um, the Japanese House, he was featuring on a song by them, or should I say her? Uh, her name is Amber Bain. She's a 24-year-old London-based face and name behind the solo project it's very similar to justin vernon kind of experimental alternative pop very dreamy um the song is called dion she actually came out with a full ep i believe it's four or five songs and i really like it it's it's great for me um it's not like we talked about last week the songs boni ver is actually putting out are a little interesting a little experimental maybe not that Justin Vernon Bon Iver sound you're looking for this song is the Bon Iver sound you're looking for. Absolutely. The hook is perfect it is beautiful and I'm a big fan of it.
1: Yeah I, th- I think you summed it up perfectly I really don't have much else to say except for exactly like you said if, if you are looking for a very Bon Iver type song but a new one you haven't heard before look no further.
0: For sure and I listened to the whole EP I didn't know who the Japanese house was before um, but I, I really like it um, a lot of the production of Bonivare and a lot of his friends, cause they are his friends mm-hmm. and everyone he produces with and makes music with have a very similar sound. And I kind of want to talk about it a little bit. Um, it's the vocal effect that is very common in a lot of Boney Iver music, um, is called the prismizer. So it was created by Francis Starlight of Francis and the lights who I like to call the, uh, Phil Collins of our generation. Cause Ooh. he sounds exactly like Phil Collins, except he's just like a little cracked out. He's just a little wild all the time. His like, his a hair is live, always like, like Something's wrong with that, dude, <laughs> <laughs> like, but you're good at singing. Um, so what this vocal effect kind of does, if you want to know, if you're really like, I have no idea what you're talking about and I'm interested, I want to hear what it sounds like. Go listen to creaks by Boney Vare. It is just him with no instrumental behind him playing around with this vocal effect and basically what i call it is you i kind of watched a video on how it's done because i was really interested to talk about how i'm so technical with music um you're just you just basically like s- you sing your one track and then after you're done singing your track you basically play the piano to your own voice and it'll take your voice and play it in any like note and basically make a chorus of yourself behind the one track you recorded um it got super popular from bonnie bon a million. Um, blonde from frank ocean had a lot of it in it
1: what's the chance there's a chance song that he uh
0: summer friends yeah so the producer who produced summer friends also produced this song that i really like um so pretty pretty awesome it's my favorite thing to hear in different songs here and there um it's a very cool effect and i kind of liked it like i tried to make a playlist of all of justin vernon and his friends because they're just their music is starting to sound similar but not like copycat just like they get in a room they get inspired they this guy does a little this guy does a little and you can kind of hear it all in all their music so i really heard that in this whole ep um so it was awesome big fan of it moving on to another absolute freak of nature when it comes to music and being able to play every instrument being able to sing compose a child prodigy uh jacob collier so this kid is 26 years old and has already won four grammys Ooh. probably for a lot of behind the scenes stuff it's not gonna be you probably never heard a song by this dude if you're an average music listener um he got huge on youtube just doing multi-tracks of his own singing on top of his own singing so there's like 15 pains in the youtube video and it's just him singing all these crazy harmonies and things and crazy compositions So he's released three different volumes of uh, kind of like a trilogy project called, uh, each one is called Jesse Volume 1, 2, and 3. And Jesse has a D in front, a silent D. Looked up how to say it because I didn't want to say De jesse Good for you. Um, And I didn't know that the third one came out on Friday of last week, so that's why we're talking about it. But I thought it was kind of interesting that once I was researching it, that each volume of this uh, project is supposed to be heard in a different, like, acoustical room or setting. So, like, the first one is Hmm. a lot of orchestras and choirs, and it's supposed to be a large space. You kind of feel like you're in this giant cathedral or something like that. The second one is supposed to be kind of like a smaller room or maybe a smaller 200-person, 100-person concert venue. It's got some more folk, jazz, and that kind of influence. And this one he calls negative space and it's just it's very experimental very interesting and quick punchy funky every 30 seconds you kind of hear a new something going on and i texted my one friend i was like this dude must not be able to focus on anything for more than 10 <laughs> seconds because 30 seconds go by he's like new song let's do another one and he's just all over the place honestly um, what a
1: cool concept though right To to look at three different types of listening perspectives and I mean, in some ways, three different concert venues and really apply your entire self to an album to make that, or not an album. Would these be considered albums or what, what would you consider them?
0: I, I think they're albums. albums yeah, they're, okay. they're long. They're, okay.
1: Like 13 plus songs. Well, that's just so cool. I mean, that's, that's such a different way to think about making an album than most people think. Most people think whether it be from a storyline perspective, some people think about staying in a particular type of genre. Sometimes it's pushing a genre to be something else, whereas this is based on, listening preference and location even pretty cool yeah
0: and this dude he's crazy he had like a a virtual concert i forgot what it was for but i think it was like maybe lollapalooza or something like that one of those virtual festivals and he just i don't know how he did it he's sitting in a room with all of his instruments and there's four different versions of himself playing music like all edited together and he's like talking to himself (laughs) To different versions of himself in between songs and doing all these things and like singing duets with himself i'm like how does this kid do this like his brain is horrifying i I can't imagine what's going
1: on add i believe
0: yeah it's it's the most impressive structured artistic add (laughs) absolutely and honestly this album is not the easiest thing to listen to as most experimental very interesting bizarre music is um but the one song i like the most has been out for a month and change now it's called all i need it has i forgot the other feature on it i want to say it's kalani or something like that and ty dolla sign who we know and love it's very like synthy kind of gospely, kind of funky it's got a little bit of everything in it and when i was researching it it said he, this was the one he took the most amount of time for it took him like five months to top to bottom he went through like 13 different choruses just trying to find what works best for the song and and that shows i think it it came out awesome yeah that shows very very interesting not like anything you've ever heard before and i can't say i thought a guy like jacob collier would be having incredible versions of his song with ty dolla sign like that's a pretty dope collab i'm here for it
1: i'm here for it sounds like that will be linked in the playlist as well if you want to give it a listen
0: for sure that will be in the playlist i've been bumping that for the past few weeks and just the feel good vibe very feel good um kind of in a similar vein i'm next i'm going to talk about tori kelly you might have heard from her she's got i don't know if she's got popular songs but her name's definitely out there she's she's only 27 Mm -hmm. um american singer songwriter actress record producer Similar to Jacob Collier, gained a lot of recognition on YouTube, posting videos. Um, and actually, she was a semi-finalist of the ninth season of American Idol in 2010. I never yeah. knew that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. There's actually a version. I think it's of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas of Jacob Collier and Tori Kelly. And there's just like a million versions of each of them. And it's just like so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta listen to it. She's Christmas awesome. Christmas music all year round when it's good enough. Um. So she came out with an EP called Solitude and one of the songs I love on there is called Unbothered and it's it's chill but it's a bop. Makes you want to move. It's I agree. a fun song.
1: That's kind of the I think that's a really good way to just just describe her music in general. But it's, it's very easy to listen to. She's got a great voice. She's very musical by nature but it's got a little bop to it. It Makes you want to move yeah, around a little bit. Yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah. For sure. It's a feel good. Um it was this was another I feel like We'll get a lot of these stories and a lot of these EPs and albums coming out. It was a self-recorded at home during uh, the quarantine, and um, she just, like just kind of wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Self-recorded at home during the quarantine, <laughs> and just a little five-song musical outlook. She was inspired by like '90s R and B growing up, and that, that's a big influence in this, and you can hear it. Um, pretty terrific. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I did too. We're moving on to the fun part of the show. Less knowledge being jammed in your brain and more fun knowledge. Yeah, being thanks for in sticking around through <laughs> us uh,
1: talking about music and being a little bit nerdy on you. Time to have a little bit of fun with the segment. Top three A to Z. We are moving on to C, which I think Ryan and I agreed was by far the hardest letter we've done so far. But um, this segment we we essentially came to terms with fully for a definition last week of if you had an iPod where you only got three songs from each letter to take with you to a deserted island, only source of music for the rest of your life. What three songs would you pick that start with that letter? So we're going with C. Um, You said last week you want me to start every time. Is that still the case? Or are you you holding on to your number one spot? I,
0: I do like you starting i just think it's fun if you take some of my things i really don't think i really could put a thousand dollars you're not going to take one but there's a few <laughs> in my list i i'm not going to be surprised if you if you go with so let's start with you what this you got?
1: this was definitely the first letter where i didn't i didn't look at it and be like okay ryan and i are going to have the same one so yeah those, um
0: those two kanye songs of a and b were really who knew like kanye my had ones. such <laughs> slappers
1: for a and b um, know, right? yeah so my first pick for the letter c is california love by tupac roger troutman and dr dre
0: that's the one i guessed you'd do
1: yeah that's just a that's an absolute steal man i mean that that song, song will never i mean you know, let me welcome everybody to the wild wild west i'm mean, gonna come california on
0: love. a little oh. robot in the beginning
1: that's so nothing good. better great song what's your number one
0: uh yeah we'll go back and forth so mine is car radio by 21 pilots mm. i'm i've been a 21 pilots guy for a very long time you have i, c- uh, I can attest to that how i'll describe it is if you ever been to the music festival Summerfest in milwaukee anyone you've ever heard of is at 10 p.m like anyone before that is just local bands real small bands and i think i was there for somebody else at 10 p.m and i was like hey i just like randomly heard of this band that's gonna be at lala in three months at eight o'clock 21 pilots let's go see him and I was just blown away. Like Tyler and Josh are incredible performers. Tyler scaled the stage and got yelled at <laughs> by like this, uh, people like security and pulled them down off the stage and he was all mad. I was pretty, pretty sure he was doing this song. Basically the, the premise of this song is if you're have to drive your car around with no radio in it and you have to think about all the thoughts in your brain, you're just going to lose your mind because mm-hmm. it's just like, Oh no, like I don't, I don't want to sit silently in my car and have to think about things.
1: Um, that was on my music uh, video too. That was on my honorable mentions. Yeah, really.
0: Yeah, it's insane.
1: Well, I Good mean, because you put me on. I, you put me on Twenty One Pilots before anyone, and I remember the first time I had a Twenty One Pilots T-shirt at one point that actually my lady <laughs> wow. got me. And I remember nice. you like saw me and you're like, "Do you really like Twenty One Pilots like that?" I was like, <laughs> "You're the one who put me onto him, man." Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's weird how like they get an interesting
0: reputation. I think they're reputation came with like their their weird teeny bopper fans not from like their music because mm-hmm. there just came this whole wave of angsty teens that just decided 21 pilots is like their godsend and then everyone looked at the angsty teens it was like wait 21 pilots sucks it's like no they don't uh, <laughs> don't blame them for their fans they
1: definitely do not <laughs> cool good pick good pick um number two for me is carry on wayward son by kansas that's on my list
0: too yeah good stuff that not is, on my one through three, though, so I'm not mad.
1: Okay, good. No, that's just. I mean, it, it doesn't need an explanation. That song is just nope. an absolute heater. So, that was an Great easy song. number two for me. That that was almost number one. It, I mean, you literally could have interchanged any of my top three. I think, and I would have been happy with any of them. But "Carry On Wayward Son" by Kansas is just love it. Good woo, pick. So In good. a
0: similar vein, my number two. I think always has to make you a little happy when it comes on. Come on, Eileen by Dexie's midnight
1: runners. (laughs) Could have
0: never told you it's by Dexie's midnight runners. If like, that was a question. That's
1: definitely a song that you've, you and everyone you've ever met has heard, but no one could tell you who the band was (laughs) for sure. It's a feel good. Great,
0: great wedding song. Just great overall song. If you're in a pissed off mood and that comes on, you hate the song, you're still probably like, oh, this is fun. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) All
1: right, fine. Me and my girlfriend are fighting, but might as well listen to this song. (laughs) Fine, I'll get on the couch. (laughs) Um, Love it. My number three was the hardest position to fill, I think, because the one I was like,
0: wait, that starts with a
1: T. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I think just because I could interchange any of my honorable mentions with number 3 and still be pleased with my list but I ended up going with Conversations with My Wife by John Bellion.
0: Wow, that's a that song might be too new to put on a top 3 of all time.
1: I know, isn't that weird? It's an aggressive aggressive choice cuz that song's only about a year old, but I don't know, man, something about this song is just so so simple and so beautiful to me that it's just like, ah, oh, it's it's mm-hmm. just a I think it perfectly embodies Anyone who's ever been in love feels the way this song sounds. And so I I just, I got to have this song with me.
0: Yeah, and if, uh, we'll get there eventually, but me, I always said me and John. Me and John are big Kyle Bellion fans. No, (laughs) me and Kyle are big John Bellion fans. Uh, We'll get to it eventually. When there's a slow week in music, we'll just dive right into that man and all the beauty he has in his life. There's so much to talk about there. I would say the same thing with my number three. There was a lot I could have gone with. I'm thinking about switching it out last second, but I think my three have a good mix together. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to go Could You Be Loved by Bob Marley. Just makes you feel feel happy. I remember the one thing in my head of this song is like watering plants at my parents' house when I'm like in seventh grade or something. And it's just like, you know what? It's nice out. I'm just watering plants listening to Bob Marley. Today's going to be a good day. (laughs) Just It's It's impossible to be in a
1: bad mood when you listen to Bob Marley. That's a fact. For sure. All right, I'll run through my honorable mentions, and then I'm sure you have plenty you want to talk about as well. Um, Come Together, but mine is the Aerosmith version, which I know is (laughs) going to make a lot of people mad, but I like the Aerosmith version better. Uh, Come Sail Away by Styx, Cold Mm, as Ice by Foreigner, Church by The Game, King Chip and Trey Songs. (laughs) what you like that one it's just those three <laughs> and then that one it's just <laughs> hilarious uh crazy by narles barkley i had that one cream by wu tang clan can i live by jay-z coldest winter by kanye uh, Ooh, that's a good one. can't get enough by j cole and then a, a little rounded off one that uh i think a lot of people will probably forget about this song but cooler than me by mike posner
0: ah i love that. can't song. get enough j cole's a good song yeah i love like that first album j cole that's a good pick so i had uh the one i was gonna put as three is cancer by my chemical romance Mm. one of my favorite ballads freaking love that song love that whole album my chemical romance shout out um because i'm a man tame impala cocoa butter kisses chance colder weather zach brown band congratulations drake changes tupac that's one of the ones i thought you might have
1: i actually Um, that i i do like that song but when i took a tupac song with my number one california love i was like "Ah, i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at one
0: yeah he's got two heaters at C. yeah uh clarity Z, cool so and then crazy Niles barkley so nice that was hard but i feel like we came out with the best six in our list
1: yeah did well i think so too i think that just in general it's a nice variety of songs first and foremost which is cool but additionally it's like all of our honorable mentions when i was saying them i was like yeah these are definitely honorable mentions like i'm comfortable with my three so
0: no regret yeah what happens with me is I compile a big list, and then like a day later, I look at it. And I'm like, How did I think that was a song <laughs> that should be in the top three? Like, there's always one I'm like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. But then there's one that's like, That needs to be up there. Yeah. So definitely. It's quite the experience pulling those together. All right. Time for the fun part. Time for Pass the Ox, where we give you three songs to go out in your life, in your week, wherever in your week it is, to just listen to some tunes that we've been liking. Maybe not new tunes, but. Ones that not super well known or go super well together. We just had a nice experience with this past weekend or whatever. Um, I'll kick it off. My first one I've been saving for a few weeks, kind of wondering when to... Do you have a theme to, or no? When to show it. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I Each song will have a theme, but okay. I'm kind of losing the three cohesive theme. Uh, really, all of mine are going to be pretty summer-centric. Okay. They're pretty like feel-good vibes. Uh, this one's called Santa Monica by Aries, A-R-I-E-S, and this, this, this guy's kind of interesting. I listened to his whole album, kind of one of those people where every song sounds the same, but real good vibes, kind of like a, a Post Malone where he's got good chop singing, but he's he's got like a hip-hop really vibe and background. I think what I thought about this one was like your first drink after work on Friday where it's like you still have some sunshine. You're like, man... We could could still salvage this day. Let's go outside. Let's, like, you know, crack a few beers. Yeah, that's perfect. Invite some friends over. Let's have a good time. Just the perfect first song to get you out of that, the work heebie-jeebies and, like, into feeling good in the weekend.
1: Yeah, that's the Um, spontaneous party on a Friday. Yeah, you know what?
0: You hear this song, you're like, yeah, we could get drunk. Yeah, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Next one I got is kind of snuck up on me from this weekend. Um called always be my baby it's instrumental doesn't have any it's the mariah carey song but this is a cover of it um it's a full horns and trumpets instrumental by uh, bass tracks or bass tracks i don't know it's all ran together <laughs> and it's amazing my friend was playing a different version of always be my baby i was like yo let's cue this up right after and we're just gonna get a double this will be like the outro of will always be my all baby, my baby version all my baby baby ba- 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 baby and back it was to back, just to back, great to back. just blasting some horns like sitting having like a little picnic with my friends by lake michigan it was just such a vibe so much so that the person next to us just a man like rolled in his little drum and was just playing music himself like 10 minutes later he started playing always be my baby we were just infecting people (laughs) always be my baby
1: different subconscious back of the mind like okay guess we're going for it
0: I feel like we did think he was just kind of like trying to play to our music he, and we just kept playing random stuff. I'd play like some hip hop and then like an all version horns version of Mariah Carey. He's like, I do not know where these people are going. With this music. <laughs> and my funny. last one, I'm glad you like my banger from last week because yes. the banger of the week is by the same person. Ooh. And I think you're going to like it even more. It's uh, a paradise by Bazzi remix by Vincent and it slaps. I think it passed the ultimate test of does, is this song a good edm song for non-edm people because Cass and i were sitting in our living room with a few friends i put it on no one really noticed it was on which is check one that's mm-hmm. always good when you play edm and nobody sneak notices. it yeah and check two i brought Cass's attention to it she's like this is a good song and she is very hard to please so i was like you know what this is good i can't confirm <laughs> <laughs> so i'm excited for you to listen to it. it's a good one yeah
1: that's i mean you've been you've been hitting me pretty well with the past the ox suggestions the last few weeks so most of my most of my new playlist editions over the past couple weeks, outside of actual new releases, have come from your past the ox. So I can dig it. I've
0: got one in my queue here that I'm going to play one of these weeks that you're just not going to like, and I can't wait. Oh God, I can't <laughs> wait just to just like give you I, a really hard time for, a little for it. Little too far. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool, man. Love it. Love it. Um, well, so you're passing me the ox now. Is that it's my turn? Your turn, baby. Love it. Um, so I did st- take the wheel. I did stick with. theme because i kind of like i like going for the theme thing because it makes me like your themes it makes me work a little bit harder to be honest because i could just slap three songs in here and be you know call it good because i have a long roster of hip-hop but i'm this is making me stretch this is making me stretch out of my genre comfort zone Um, nice nice. so that's what i've been trying to trying to like at least give some a little little bit softer side maybe you know um these are pre-date tracks Right, so you're Ooh. you're getting ready for a date. Could be your first date. That's fine. Like, it may be a little bit more catered towards a first date because it's a little bit about like, oh, like you're a little bit nervous. So these are some songs. And
0: is said date with you when these songs play, or is this before you see
1: said no, date? No, this is date is not. It's pre-date. Okay, got pre-date. Yeah. So you're like, I'll take you through. I got descriptions for each. Don't worry. I'll I'll, I'll hold <laughs> your hand along the way. You haven't been on a first date in a while. Neither have I. So nope. we're both here to <laughs> hold each other's hands. Um. So you're gonna start off. This is while you're in the shower you're going to crush it like it's a concert right straight into the to the shampoo bottle you're going to be singing this this should get your confidence yeah. up right kind of like hell yeah get, get excited for the night uh, you're going to play forrest gump by frank ocean right Ooh. we're going to start Ooh. with that yeah you're going to flex the chops a, good a little song. bit yeah flex the chops a little bit in the while you're in the shower make sure you're getting the confidence up you know singing you know you're a great singer when you're in the shower Despite the fact that if you recorded yourself, you're terrible, but it's okay. We're good. Nice reverberation up. in there. Yeah. It's a beautiful place to sing. Exactly. So to take Forrest Gump, listen to that one by Frank Ocean, it'll get you going. And then you're gonna be outside, you're you're starting to put on the the outfit. You picked out your best fit, so you're excited. What are you wearing? I mean, I'm probably wearing jeans because I don't like in a And a black shirt. In a black shirt. In case In a chain. And a chain. And a watch. For those who don't you know go. that is literally what i wear every day he's wearing a black shirt right now i am <laughs> <laughs> and a chain there it is. Um, but yeah so you're, you got your outfit picked out uh you're gonna play no guidance by drake and chris brown now, this is your song to dance a little bit, like enjoy yourself, like just loosen up and like laugh at yourself in the mirror, right? Not take yourself so seriously because... You
0: sound really nervous for this date. God, <laughs> I'm so nervous.
1: I don't know. It's a first date. I haven't been on a first date in four years. So True. true. somebody tell me, are, are you nervous? Um, so you go for that one. And then we're going to hit your throwback. Now, if you remember earlier in the episode, for those of you who have actually listened all the way through, I told you I was going to switch it up a little bit. So okay. the first few episodes, all of my throwbacks have been hip hop throwbacks. Mm -hmm. this is not
0: what do we got
1: so this is while you're listening you're listening to this on your way to pick up your date you're in the car you just you want to you want to smile you want to sing a little bit more and and until you you pick up yeah you want to have a car party exactly um you're going to play valerie but the mark ronson and and amy winehouse version right so the the one that has mark ronson now i know what you're thinking that song doesn't feel that old it is actually the valerie by uh amy winehouse right yeah but it's specifically the one with mark ronson
0: okay i don't know if i've heard that one
1: okay so i'll, I'll make sure I'm that excited. we, i'll make sure we have the right one in the playlist for you um but yeah so that's and like i said i know what you're thinking is that really a throwback like it doesn't seem like it was that long ago 14 years ago i'm gonna call it a throwback yeah how many 14 <laughs> oh my god yeah, that was 14 years ago that song came out that sounds so. like too long yeah so that's a throwback But, um, so yeah, that'll round it out. You're You're gonna pull up and like, the good thing about this song too is if you're pulling up to your, you know, your date's house and she gets in the car and this song is still playing, like this is a perfectly good song to have on in the car for, for like you turn it down a little bit and it's still playing in the background she's like oh this is a great song you're like yeah i know it is a great song let's talk about it that oh, is a. I oh. i feel like that's a very difficult
0: choice because you don't want to be like too pandering like oh
1: yeah i'm just yeah. playing the song i think you would
0: enjoy it but you don't want to be too weird yeah. it's just like oh what kind of and interesting please God, song should I play?
1: don't be the psycho that has no music playing like no like door closes hi hey hi hey uh, uh, What's how so? are you doing? Uh, should, I start, should I start driving? Do you want... Yeah. Are we going to dinner? Is no. Left? <laughs> yeah, that so, sounds horrible. Yeah. Moral of the story, never be the person where when someone you're not super close to yet gets in your car and there's no music played. That is the most awkward situation in the world. But And I think the uh, when you graduate
0: to true friendship is a silent car ride. Yeah. It's not weird. It's like we could just... We're, we're buddies. Right. We've totally approach the buddy time definitely
1: so but point being like you don't want a silent car that's why you come to us in the first place so thanks so much for passing the ox as always
0: yeah it was it was a good time another special beautiful edition of this podcast so if you're just done listening you made it all the way through you're excited to go listen to our tunes scroll down in spotify or in apple podcast go click on that playlist maybe save a few songs save the whole playlist or go to carpartypod.com if you're at your computer Hope you join us next time, and thanks for listening. We out. See you, Kyle.